Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about how I have created my diet, um, what I'm currently eating, what I'm currently taking as in supplements, um, and all that fun, fun stuff. So within the last year of the pandemic, your boy was getting a little fat, not me gonna lie. We were, we were fluffing out. We were eating whatever we wanted to eat, door dashing a ton because DoorDash was just the thing to do. I didn't want to go outside. I was too scared. COVID, you know, it's everywhere. I don't want to get that shit. So I stayed inside like a good little person that I am. And yeah, ate out every day, damn near. Went went to the grocery store when I could, try to get as much food as I could. Everything was out of stock. Fuckers were taking all the pasta, all the rice. The chicken was gone. The frozen food aisle was ran through, completely ransacked. I couldn't even get toilet paper because everything was taken. Fun times we had last year. Oh, what a blast it was. So fast forward to a year later, the gyms are open in California. Thank fucking God, because I was going absolutely insane not being able to lift just because my mental health was just absolutely crazy. So this year, with the gyms being open, I thought, you know what, let's go on a diet. This is the second go-around. My first diet, um, I did 2019. And like I've said before, I vary into nutrition and self-teaching myself. Once again... Before anyone takes my advice, I'm not a nutrition, I'm an idiot, okay? So take everything that I say lightly and experiment yourself. Don't follow any of the foods that I tell you to eat. This is all strictly off of my experience. What is working for me in my diet and how I'm doing it in my diet is working just for me. But I encourage, I encourage you to experiment with yourself foods in a diet plan that you can follow for X amount of weeks. Currently, I'm on a 12-week plan because I just I, I don't want to be fat anymore. I'm tired of looking at my fluff, and 12 weeks seems to be the good goal for me that I won't go completely cray-cray towards the end of it. So we are currently in week four. Um we started at the beginning of March. At the beginning of March, I was, I binge fed for a week so I can get all my cravings out. I had fast food every day. I was getting like BJ's, Pazookies, pizzas, burgers, wings, fries. I was going absolutely bonkers on the food. And we puffed up to a beautiful 200 buckaroonies. We were 200 pounds, literally looking like a meatball. Yeah, you see the fruits, right? The pears. Shout out to all them pears. Anyways, the pears, right? How it's shaped like an hourglass, kind of. And that's how I looked. My fluff just sits on the side. And since I got a huge dump truck, it just makes all my fat sit in my waist and in my ass. And I don't like it because we just, we just look like a meatball. So 
200 pounds you start off week one so how i how i break mine down right is i create a plan that i know that i can stick to so i do six meals a day right now i'm doing five just because i i'm i don't really eat that much at night i'd much rather cram all my food in two meals so i can subtract one meal so basically i would make one bigger meal so i don't have to eat two smaller meals hence why i went from six meals a day to five meals a day on this diet plan so i attribute all of my planning to christian guzman if you don't know who christian guzman is look him up on youtube and find his instagram handle which is christian guzman christian guzman fitness on instagram and one of his earlier posts he posts how he does calculations on how to get his calories tracked down. He starts off with, I can't even, I'm not even going to do the math because it's just way too much for me because, you know, I'm dumb. So I, I'm just going to break it down for you guys. So if you're very into weightlifting and doing cardio, you typically want to have one gram of body of one gram of protein per body weight. So for me at the time, I would do 200 grams of protein because I weigh 200 pounds. For carbs, it's a little different. I'm doing your typical paleo diet. Do I use the word paleo? No, because I don't know what that means. Obviously, I know what it means, but when I tell people, "Hey, I'm on a paleo diet." Not a lot of people know what that means. So what that means is that I'm eating mainly meat, which would just be chicken. I cut out, I just cut out red meat completely. We're eating fish. I've been eating tilapia and shrimp. We eat eggs. We don't eat actual whole eggs. We only eat egg whites at the moment. We're eating a shit ton of vegetables because you need those for your micronutrients and just to fill you up. Fruits, yes. Nuts, seeds, herbs, no, because I'm already fat, so I don't need more fats. Because even though they're healthy fats, I just can't seem to fit those kind of nuts and, and seeds and stuff like that into my diet. My caloric my caloric meals to fit my macros that I want. Wow, that was a, a tongue twister. So I, I technically I'm paleo. So how I, how I do it is one gram of body weight per protein. So obviously we're at 200, okay? So for carbs, Christian Guzman talks about for carbs, you want about double your weight. Obviously, 400 grams of carbs is a lot. It is a lot. And I'm not going to do 400 grams of carbs right off the bat just because I just, I don't like that number. I don't want to be at 400. So I brought it down to 300. So we're at 200 fat, 300 carb. Perfect. With my actual fats, he has it to where it's, you do 0.2% or you do 0.2 to 0.4 per body per your body weight so if we do the math 
and I'm 190. Okay, sorry, we're not 190. We're actually 200. Okay, so if we do the math, if we do 200. Let me do it with you because I'm stupid. Okay, so if we do 200 times 0. Point, I kind of like fats, and I'll explain what I eat for my fats. So we'll do 0.4. So that's 80 grams of, of fat, which I can work with. And the only reason why I want my fats this high is because you need to have higher numbers for your macronutrients. So you want higher protein, higher carbs, and higher fats so that you're able to take away food without, go without starving yourself or without it being too hard to where you want to quit. So that's huge. You don't want to do something that is going to be so drastic that you can't you can't stick to the diet because then what's the point of dieting, right? So so with my numbers that I have, so my numbers are going to be 200, 200 grams of protein, uh, what was it, 300 grams of carbs, and then 80 grams of fat. So what you would do is you download what's called MyFitnessPal on the App Store, on the uh, Android Marketplace, whatever phone you have, I guarantee you this app will show up. So you download the app. Then you make your 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 profile, and it'll it'll ask you like what's your height, what's your sexual orientation, your age, your athleticism, what's your goals, and when you type put in your food, you'll actually like physically have to scan your food or type in your food, so it'll give you like your caloric intake, which will which. Your caloric intake obviously is very important when you're dieting because you want to have, you want to be in a, a caloric deficit to lose weight. But you also need to hit your macro numbers. So, the numbers we just talked about, for me, I had to hit those numbers. So, after you, you find out what your numbers are and what your calorie is, then you start thinking about the foods that you like. And not just the foods that you like, but you have to think about the foods that you can, that you enjoy eating enough for X amount of weeks for the duration of this, of this diet that you're going to be doing, right? So for me, my main proteins are chicken, egg whites, shrimp, tilapia, and then turkey uh ground turkey so the reason why i like chicken is because chicken by itself is very high in protein minimal fats i think like i don't know every four ounces there's about like 1.5 grams of fat or maybe lower and the 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 grams that come from the fat is from the skin of the chicken so if you if you try to find skinless, boneless chicken breasts or chicken tenders or chicken thighs, chicken thighs are gonna have a little bit more fat on them just because it's a different part of the chicken. You typically only want to stay with tenders and chicken breasts. And with those, you uh, you just cut off the fat. You can actually like see the fat. You just cut it off right then and there. Boom, done. So with fish especially white fish, white fish is going to be higher in protein, lower fat versus 
redfish is that a thing i don't know salmon let's just go with salmon salmon is going to be high protein high fat because you need to eat the skin with the salmon and with if you if you even if you don't eat the skin, there's still fat in the meat itself. So that's chicken. Egg whites, universally amazing. No fat, literally no fat and five grams of protein with 25 calories per serving. So that's great, right? You get amazing protein, no fat, no carb for low calories, which is perfect for being on a diet. And being in a caloric deficit. <clears throat> and ground turkey, the best ground turkey to have is 93.7 while when you're on your diet. So at the very, like for the first whatever, however long you want to do it, that's all you should be eating. If you want ground turkey, have ground turkey. You could get the ground turkey the grounded like it comes in like the spaghetti like strap thing and it's like a pound or you can get the 93.7 ground turkey patties which is easier to manage easier to weigh easier to cook and it, it already comes out portioned out for you perfectly so there's that or if you want to get absolutely crazy and you want to take away fats and put fats into something else like if you like nuts or you want peanut butter or almond butter or you want like i don't know you want to cook with butter you want to have essential oils like your avocado oils your canola oil your extra virgin olive oil or just virgin olive oil you go 99.1 ground turkey so what the numbers mean, 93.7 or 99.1, the bigger number, 99 or 93, is a fat content. So it's 93% fat-free. And then the extra 7% is fat. Vice versa for the 99.1. 99% fat-free, 1% fat. What a lot of people do is if you like fatty things and you want to and you're willing to sacrifice the taste of your food for ground turkey you would go with 99.1 and then put your ground and then put your fats into whatever you want right so so though that's that's like my proteins so for carbs you want to go with your complex carbs complex carbs are stuff that will digest slower and give you a lot of nutrients, except rice. I don't. I don't even. Let's let's look it up. I don't think rice is a complex carb. Sorry for the typing. It is a complex carb. Nice. Okay, so rice is a complex carb, and then I think a simple carb is like your potatoes and stuff. I could be completely wrong about that. But you kind of get the point of it. Complex carbs are, are good. Simple carbs are better. Okay. All right. So for my carbs, I do obviously vegetables. Vegetables don't have 
a lot of carbs in them, but they do have carbs because they're vegetables. And the best thing about vegetables is you get all your nutrients that you need, your vitamin D, C, uh, your B12, B6, all that, all that fun stuff from vegetables. So you need vegetables in your diet because obviously you need the nutrients from it, but it also gives you volume. And volume is very important when you're dieting because when you have a lot of volume on your plate and you're actually eating it, you start to feel less hungry because you're eating a lot of food, but it's not a lot of it's not a high calorie dense food. It's just a lot of volume, which is why a lot of people suggest eating a lot of vegetables with your servings. Or your your if you're gonna make meal preps, you know you want a lot of vegetables because it's really good for you. So for the carb part, I do rice. We do jasmine rice, which is going to be. It doesn't give you a lot of protein. I think it gives you about three to five or something like that. But it's higher in fat. You're getting about like three point five grams of fat for jasmine rice and if you don't want if you don't like the taste of jasmine rice i mean yeah jasmine rice the best rice to go to after that would be basmati rice now i know what people are thinking oh well brown rice is the healthiest for you and yes brown rice is very good for you but nutritional wise and calorie and like macronutrients wise basmati rice is better for you because it's lower in fat Decent amount of protein. It, it has, a, I think, about the same amount of protein as jasmine rice, but it doesn't have a lot of fat. Brown rice is going to be a little bit higher in fat and protein, and it's going to take longer for you to digest it. So if you don't want to eat a lot of food, you would eat brown rice because it, it digests slower. So it would take your body faster or longer to digest it so you would stay fuller longer. And so that's why a lot of people like brown rice. But for, for, for my diet, I, I don't like I don't eat brown rice because I need to cram in five to six meals a day. So I can't afford to have my body sit there and digest some food when I need to be eating more food because I'm all my food that I eat, it's going straight back into me exerting it because all the foods that I eat, I have to be able to train with it and then do cardio on top of my training. So I need to have enough fuel and energy to exert while I'm in a caloric deficit and not getting a lot of food. It's very complex. It's a lot of things, a lot of things to it. So that's my carbs, my fats. My fats are I'm very simple. Currently, I'm only doing almond butter because I love almond butter. And I like almond butter better than peanut butter because I don't like the taste of peanut butter unless I'm forced to. It is lower in calories by about, I would say, 30 to 40 calories just about and it has almond butter has I believe higher protein 
less fat only by about for both protein and fats compared to peanut butter i think it's only like it's only a couple grams like two to three gram difference maybe even a one gram difference but when you want to be on top of your shit everything adds up it's it's different you can't you can't you can't just like wing it when you want to lose weight it, it's you can wing it but you want to be as, as pinpoint accurate as possible just for your own benefit you know so i eat almond butter and i have some essential oils so i have some essential fats another oil i forgot to talk about was coconut oil coconut oil is the best oil to cook with and eat if we want to strictly say you like oils on your food yes coconut oil has a distinct taste when you cook with it it is higher in calories very good for you same thing with free shavakadu oil or avocado oil very good for you on the healthier oils if you want an essential oil to cook with and then you have your canola oil wouldn't recommend cooking with canola oil there's just a lot of fat in that and a lot of calories that you can you can have better use with different foods that will benefit you and the same thing about extra virgin olive oil and olive oil two oils i really wouldn't cook with just because i would much rather spare calories and all that other stuff towards something better that's just my opinion if you like cooking with them and you like eating them over coconut oil then it is it's it's your life you get to do whatever the fuck you want to do you know i'm just giving you my opinion so those are the foods that I eat. So how I structure my program for eating is you typically want to do three meals in the morning or three meals before you lift. And this works for me. So you do three meals before you, you go to the gym and then three meals after you go to the gym or two meals after the gym. So you're in the five, five meal range. What works for me is to have a bigger breakfast, a medium-sized meal after breakfast for my, for my second meal. My third meal is very important because a rule of thought, and it's it's you need to do this if you if you weight lift or any kind of training. Your most important meal, or you have two important, three important meals. Your first important meal is breakfast, if you're a breakfast person. If you're not a breakfast person, that's perfectly fine. Some people don't like breakfast. I didn't. I never used to like breakfast, but now I force myself to eat the food because I know I need it. So first is breakfast, and if you're not a breakfast person, that's fine. Your second meal that's very, very important is your pre-workout meal. So your pre-workout meal is going to be the meal that fuels your workouts. So this meal, you want to have a good protein balance. You want to have good carb and fats. So you get the three three big ones for your pre-workout meal. And then you work out. Now the third meal, which is very important, is your post-workout meal. So this meal is going to be all the foods that your body can digest quickly and get to the muscle faster so that everything that you just burned out 
your muscles will absorb back into your body that it just exerted. All the nutrients it lost, all the glycogen, all the water, all the muscle tearing and muscle recovery. This meal is very important to fuel your body and recover properly, which is why a lot of people have protein shakes right after. Like whey protein, you, you buy a little powder, you have it within 30 minutes after your workout because that's one of the fastest absorbing proteins and carbs that your body is able to digest quicker and so it's able to feed the muscle. But if you don't have protein powder, that's perfectly fine. Then you'd want to have a very good carb source. So your carbs could be like rice, nothing too heavy. You don't want like potatoes or anything, something that'll take long to digest. You want like like a fast, quicking carb source. For me, this is going to sound weird, but I've been eating rice, pudding, Gerber food. So baby food. And the baby food, the carb rice, which is carbs, comes in a powdered form. Mix it with water, drink it. The reason why I drink it and the reason why I picked baby food Gerber is because it is so fast acting that it goes straight to your muscles. Weird science. You can look it up. All the amazing benefits of it. But it's one of the fastest acting carbs behind whey protein for your muscles. And it's also very low in fat, which you don't want a lot of fat after your, after your workout. You want proteins and carbs. Proteins to go refuel your muscles. And then carbs to restore the glycogen that you lost. And then after that meal, then then for me, that would be considered my fourth meal. Then my fifth meal would be my, my bigger meal, which will hold me over from the morning or from the night until the next morning, the next day. And for me, it works perfectly because I typically like to intermittent fast throughout the night and then a two or three hours into my actual morning and my body actually being awake. So if you're in an intermittent, intermittent fasting, it's great. Don't do it for too long because you're just going to be starving your body and it's going to be eating up fat, which you do want, but it could potentially skip over the fat and go to your, go to your, your protein source of your muscles, which is what you, you do not want at all. So that is... That's how I have been, that's how I structure my meal plan and my current, my current diet plan as of four weeks. So now breaking down how my actual like week to week basis has been going. My first week, we, we started off with those numbers that we were just talking about. 200 protein, 300 carb, 80 fat. After the first week, I went from 200 pounds to 195 pounds in one week which is great but you have to remember when you're dieting it's all it's all most of it is just water weight and your body adjusting to the new diet and new food that it's it wasn't originally used to getting so that was week one week two we started lowering our food so every week you need to be lowering your food because as you exert and start to lose weight, you have to start breaking down your numbers to fit what your current weight is. 
So week one goes by, lose five pounds. Week two, start off at 195. So we, we, we redo all those calculations again. So 195 protein, I went from 300 grams of carbs to 280, keeping it still high. And then we're dropping our fats down just a tad. I think it was about five that I brought it down. So we, we, we went down to 75. After that week, we're, we, lose, we lose another five pounds. So now we're down to 190. Fabulous, right? Awesome. Doing great. Feeling amazing. We're working out six times a week. We have not done cardio. Didn't do cardio at all. And the reason why I don't do cardio very early into my diet is because if I do cardio too quickly, I will burn myself out towards the end of my diet, which I don't want. That was one of my biggest mistakes in my last dieting plan was I started car- I started hammering away cardio. Just, just one day, next week, two days, week after that, three days, week after that, four days, week after that, five days. By the end of my diet last time, I was doing six one-hour cardio sessions a week. That's six days a week, an hour worth of cardio, straight, nonstop, and I wanted to fucking kill myself towards the end of the of my diet because I was so tired and so exhausted all the time because I just knew that I had to exert so much calories and so much food just to bang out that one hour one hour cardio session session Jesus I can't talk on top of weight training so that was a huge no-no this time not doing that again fuck that I'm not doing that to my body So just remember that when you're starting off, you don't want to go too crazy. You don't. You don't want to push your body that hard. Just remember, take a walk. Just walk. 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. We walk all day. Every day of our lives, we walk. Why not go take a stroll outside? 10, 15 minutes. Burn some calories that way. It's just a beautiful little stroll for a walk. That's what I used to do. I would turn on a podcast, take a 20-minute walk around the block, come back, boom, there's my cardio. So I'll do that two times a week. So week three, I noticed that my weight hasn't moved at all. But the thing to remember is that just because your weight isn't moving doesn't mean that you won't see physical changes. I don't want anyone to be discouraged about how, what their what their scale says versus how you look. Because personally, I would go off of how I look versus how I weigh. Because if you start worrying about what you weigh, it'll start to fuck with you. You'll you'll go, "Oh, I weighed this much yesterday." And then 2 days later, I only lost 0.5 pounds. How is that possible? I just pooped this morning. Don't you lose weight when you poop? This is insane. And then, you, you know, you start to play these mind games with yourself like, am I doing shit wrong? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Because for me, I was seeing changes physically without seeing the weight drop. The weight's going to drop. You don't have to worry about that. 
but I would much rather see things physically. And what I mean by that is I, I'm, I'm starting to get like quote unquote vascular. What vascularity means is that the veins in your arms are starting to pop. You're getting, you know, some veins that weren't there a week ago are starting to fucking do a little peekaboo under your skin and say, yo, sup, bitch, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you, you didn't have abs anymore. Now you got a beautiful two-pack going on, right? It's little things out that count, you know? Just take everything lightly, okay? Two-pack is fucking, fucking amazing, man. So we got the two-pack going. Three weeks in. 190. This week, week four, we are experimenting. Don't be afraid to experiment. And what I mean by experimenting is don't be afraid to lower your food or your calories ever so slightly just to see what will happen. And what I mean by that is these are my numbers now. 195 protein, which is 5 pounds over what I currently weigh, or 5 grams over what I currently weigh. My my carbs is at 260, still dropping it, dropping the carbs down. And then the fats were up at 70. So we dropped it down by 5, which is fine. This time around, right, we we lost 2 pounds in a week. Awesome, right? See what I did there? Last week, I was going psycho cray-cray because I weighed the same. This week, we're losing weight. Perfect. You just have to remember that your body has to adjust. And for your diet to fully take into effect, it takes about a month. It takes about three to four weeks before you actually start getting in the groove of things. Start to actually see more changes than you saw when you first started. All that fun stuff starts to happen within the first three to four weeks. Which is great. Because the the best thing about dieting is you get to fucking see it. You literally see results. And you feel it. You feel amazing. You just feel like you're eating amazing food. You feel healthy. You have energy. You're happy. Your mood changes. You don't get mood swings because you're eating processed foods and and Taco Bell. Oh, I don't even. Oh my, I love Taco Bell. You know, but I don't need that shit because we're on a diet. It's hot girl summer. We have. Three more months until hot girl, hot girl summer is in full effect. We got to get ready for that. You know what I'm saying? We got to get we got to get our bodies looking right for hot girl summer. You know what I'm saying? So don't get discouraged. Just keep pushing. I promise you, you'll see results. You'll see results. So like I said, for the cardio thing, right? For the first two weeks, only walked. Last week was the first time I did two cardio session days. And you don't need to do crazy-ass cardio. You could do simple hit cardio for like 10 minutes. Because your cardiovascular system is going to be wrecked. It's You need to train it. Just like you train muscles. Just like you train your mind. It takes time. So you don't want to go in there all willy-nilly and fuck yourself. So take time for your cardiovascular system. I promise you it'll, it will get better. But as, it, as you progress, as your diet progresses, as your weight drops, your cardio goes up. That's just how standard plans work. And that's how, it, that's how it needs to be for you to lose weight. Can you lose weight without doing cardio? Yes. The only downside to that is you will be eating 
minimal food, which is what you don't want. You want to be able to eat as much as you can while losing weight. And what that means is you're going to have to do weight training and cardio. You don't even have to do weight training, but you will sacrifice food for the lack of not exerting energy that you could be exerting through doing cardio and weightlifting. So I'm doing two cardio sessions a week. What I like to do because I'm old and I have bad knees is I don't do this Stairmaster because I hate running stairs unless I'm forced to. I don't run on the treadmill because I don't like running and I don't like bouncing up and down because I feel my tatas shake. Don't, I don't really appreciate that at all. So I do the elliptical. Why I like doing the elliptical is because I get to pump my arms. You see those people, they run and they, they go left, right, left, right, and then their feet are going up and down, up and down, right? So I do that because you're suspended off the ground and it doesn't hurt your knees. My knees feel amazing after. 20 minutes, amazing. No knee pain, love it. So do elliptical for 20 minutes. You can do interval training with, with that. And what interval training is, is you set your resistance and climb to whatever the machine wants you at. I, I think the one that I do, it, it, it auto sets me to 10 incline, 8 resistance, which is, it's not hard, but it, it gets the, the blood pumping a little bit, gets some, get some blood rushing to the, to the limbs that I need it for and my whole body, right? So do that for... I don't know how it's set up. I think it's set up for every two-minute cycles. Then after the two minutes, it drops me down to four incline, one resistance, which is technically like your your resting your resting phase. You're kind of just jogging along, not going too crazy. And then when it goes back to the ten res, ten incline, eight resistance, then that's supposed to be when you push and and do all that fun stuff. So I did that two times, and week three current week I feel amazing I want to push myself so I'm going to do another two days and I'm going to add five minutes if you can do more minutes don't be afraid to do more just know that you might be feeling it for the next couple days it may not seem like doing an extra two minutes of running is a lot of time you, it, it, your body will feel it the next day I promise it happens to the best of us it even happens to me I, I got to my 20, 20 minute mark and I was like let's go for 25 went for 25 I was like oh wow I feel great but I needed to stop because I knew that I was going to hurt the next day the next day comes what do you know cramping in my calves my fucking hamstrings hurt my quads are giving out of me I'm walking around like like a baby fawn just like sprawled out, all all twos and all fours, could barely walk. I'm looking like a penguin waddling and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So and then and then, don't I don't listen to myself. The second cardio that I just did yesterday, I went for thirty minutes. When will I learn? When will I learn? But that's the beauty in pushing yourself. You push yourself, and you live and learn. But you always, always need to push yourself. And if you want to start a diet this year, go for it. If you don't want to start a diet this year, that's perfectly fine. Just know that if whatever you do decide to do, you're doing with other people. 
if you do decide to do a diet and you want to do weightlifting and you want to do cardio, just know that I'm doing it with you. Other people are doing it with you. Never feel alone or feel too too nervous about doing something by yourself because your friends won't do it with you or there's people at the gym doing it but you're too insecure because you just don't want to do it. Just fucking do it. Just do it. If you can't get a friend to do it with you, that is a beautiful thing when you and your friends struggle together and you guys are working out, lifting each other. Not like literally lifting each other, but like lifting each other up, like giving good vibes and good positive stuff. You know, like you're there for them. They're there for you. You guys push each other, hold each other accountable. Doing things with your friends is so amazing. But I also want people to know that there are people doing it out there with you you just don't see it like for me my my biggest struggle with with cardio because i I fucking hate cardio like who honestly wakes up at the beginning of their day and goes hmm i think i want to do 30 minutes of running today no one ever like there's so many things i could do with my 30 minutes like watch tv and eat a donut (laughs) anyways But what helped me was watching YouTube videos of other people working out. Sounds weird. It's, it's a, it's not even really, it is motivational, I guess, because there's someone in front of you doing what you're currently doing and they're talking you through it, right? Like that's the best way to do something is, is when you feel like, there's a companionship, like someone's doing it with you. And then visually seeing someone doing with you and hearing their struggles too really helps you realize that you're not just the only one doing it. There's other people out there doing it with you. And it's a beautiful thing. It's amazing. Who doesn't want to get fit for the summer? Shit's starting to open up. I I hope in the summer that things are going to be open, you know? And... We can all beat this thing and look great doing it, you know? So, yeah, that's my current update on my diet plan as of week four. Well, well I'm, still, I'm still thinking and debating on if I want to do these uh, weekly updates or maybe check back again in eight weeks. I don't know. We'll see. I'm still debating. There, There's a lot of ideas that I have. Um but if you if you guys do want weekly updates, um, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is at doodlebob. <laughs> that is doodlebob with four O's. And search your boy up if you want to. If not, whatever. I'm, I'm still debating. I might even just put out the weekly updates just for my own personal update to talk about how I feel and look back on these to see how how I am doing emotionally because when you get to like week eight, week ten, you start becoming an emotional wreck, you get headaches, you get migraines, you fucking hate food, you hate life, people irritate you, uh pet peeves become the norm. <laughs> Fun stuff like that. But uh yeah, thank you so much. Uh we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.